T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to the show on KMOX. Chris Ranji, Amy Marks, of course, Kevin Wheeler with you here. We've got Kyle McClellan, former Cardinals pitcher, joining us. Obviously very active uh, in in his post-playing career, doing things all over the place. Brace for Impact, of course, doing great charitable work. He's been working with us for years here on KMOX as well. And he's got a new podcast called The Chatters Box that he's doing in conjunction with the Cardinals and Odyssey. And uh, the latest episode that dropped is it's unbelievable uh, it's Kyle McCullen talking to Albert Pujols, 71 minutes, and you get stuff like this in the middle of it. I look at it as another home run because at the end of the day, they came out the next day and roll right, Oswald right. right here just shut us down. So I think it would have been more special if we end up going to the World Series, you know, that year. But, yeah, it was one of those moments that that's why they hate me right now in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> they used to love me and they used to clap for me. But after the hundred, man, they, even churches were putting signs. I wasn't work, welcome, welcome in Houston. There. Obviously, Albert, they're talking about the home runoff. Brad Lidge, Kyle McClellan with us here on the show. First of all, Kyle, thanks for doing this, man. I hope you're doing well. What an amazing conversation with Albert. Yeah, it was great. Uh, excuse the music in the background. I'm I'm down here at Bush Stadium at Fantasy Camp right now. Then nice. we're taking batting oh. practice. So if you hear any any sounds in the background. Uh, but yeah, it was great, man. We I, I caught myself uh, a couple different times during the interview, just being like, man, this is cool. You know, I played with this guy for five years um, and and had a lot of uh, I've known him for 18. But to sit here and be able to get this uh, out recorded for Cardinals fans and for people for a long time to be able to listen to. And we talked about the first episode, his, his early life before he even, you know, came to the United States and what that was like, how he got into baseball and how he ended up turning into the Albert Pools that we all know. And um, so I really enjoyed, you know, being able to sit there and have that conversation with him. You know, you, you mentioned it briefly and that's kind of what I was thinking that, you know, you, you play with the guy, you've known him for a long time personally, but I would imagine it, it's difficult to not still be in awe of him, even though even yeah. though you know him. Like, and I, I have a lot of friends that, that they've gone on and done really cool stuff, nothing like Albert's done, and I'm not in awe of them. But I would imagine you would be of somebody <laughs> like Albert. Well, for me, it's like, you know, this is a guy that he's one of the greatest right-handed hitters of all time, if not the uh, greatest right-handed hitter of all time. And so to, to sit there and – and be able to have that conversation with them and, you know, know them on a personal level. Uh, but, you know, it's somebody you're going to tell your kids about, you know, like I got to play with them. I got to interview them. Here's the interview that I got to do and, and my grandkids, you know, I got to interview Albert at one point and, um, you know, it was just really cool. Everything he's accomplished and, and, uh, and, and watching him throughout the years and, and to come back here to St. Louis, man, it's just, it's just such a cool 
story to, to be able to have that opportunity for him to be back here, be excited about being back here. And he's kind of in that reflection stage right now, you know, where um, he's kind of taking a look at his whole career probably for the first time. You know, when you're in it, you're just your head's down and you're trying to do everything you can. And I think he's kind of taking it all in and enjoying this last time around. Kyle, I know you know Albert well, but when you sit down like that, I imagine there were some stories or thoughts that he had that you didn't know about. Is there anything that you can tease that maybe surprised you in that conversation? Uh, there's a couple. There's a couple things, and uh, you know, especially the early on that the episode one. You know, he talked about uh, he he would go to the the stadium with his grandmother and sell sandwiches for their family. And he would sneak off and forget to sell sandwiches and go watch the guys hit and take batting practice. So I think that's just, you know, I think when, when you see Albert, you think, like, he's always a superstar, right? Like, when he was eight years old, it was like, he's going to be the greatest player to ever play the game. And that's not the case. I mean, this is a guy that was, you know, came up with a, a, a family that was struggling and, uh, and did everything he could to help his family and, and, uh, and then found, found the love of, of baseball. He tells the story of how he found baseball. He, he thought boxing was going to be his, his deal. Uh, and he learned real quick by an older kid that beat him up. That's not what he was going to do. Uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting. And then the, the second episode, you know, when you, when you hear him talk about the Brad Lidge home run and how much it meant to him, uh, I, I think a lot of times when he answers that question, it's, yeah, you know, I got a good pitch and put a good swing on it. And um, one thing he said in there was every time he goes to Houston, he sits in the same – he talks about his preparation for that at bat. And, uh, and, and he, he still, every time he goes to Houston, he said he sits in that spot and, re- and remembers it on the bat rack. And so that tells you it was more than just got a good pitch and put a good swing on it. That was a, that was a career moment for him. And this is a guy that goes to Anaheim when he's with Anaheim. He's in Houston three times a year. And you tell me he sits at the bat rack, you know, every time there because it doesn't mean anything. Uh, you know, you can, you can tell that was a big moment for him. You know, you mentioned a guy who – it's not like he was this prospect everybody knew was going to become right. a future Hall of Famer. And he does tell the story, and I'm not going to go into details because I want people to go and listen to him tell the story about him thinking he's been cut, you know, right before yeah. spring training <laughs> comes to an end. And it's, just, it's really amazing to know what the what the history is after that. Yeah, and, and for me, it was, it was cool because I've been in that exact same, like when he was telling the story, I was like, this was exactly my experience in spring training. You get down to the end, the locker room on the one side of the locker, uh, the locker room starts to thin out. You're like the only, the only jerseys over there. There's a couple guys left. And every day you walk in thinking today's the day I'm going to get sent down. And, uh, and you get a big moment and you, you, an opportunity you do well and you kind of wait and see. And then you come in and have, you know, your, your locker's not there and wonder what's going on is, uh, you know, a lot of emotions going through your head. And uh, as a rookie, you don't have a lot of leeway to go and, you know, uh, ask what happened, why did I get sent down, or start looking around too much for your locker. So you're you're kind of in a tough spot. And he kind of goes through that story of how he got through it. Kyle, you, when I ran into you at the ballpark the other day, you, you were just wrapping this kind of thing up, and you, we were, you just gave me a brief kind of overview of how this went. And what struck me listening to you then, and what strikes me listening to this interview with Albert now is, for all the years that he was here and all the time that that we covered him, the toughest time to get him to talk was when you needed to ask him about him. He didn't like talking about himself. You know, he'd hit yeah. he'd hit two home runs, but he'd be like, "No, no, no, it's not about me, man. It's yeah. about the team, yeah. and it's about you know, hey, Wayno, Wayno was great today, and and you know, McClellan <laughs> did the job in the pen. I, I I think that's what's so fascinating to me about the, this being as long as it is because he usually does want to talk about the group rather than about himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he did that a little bit in there. You could tell he went to other other areas and other guys he wanted to talk about. But but I think, again, he's in that reflection area. And, and when he first came in, 
I had 20 minutes to interview him, and I just said, Albert, I can't do 22 years of a Hall of Fame career in 20 minutes. <laughs> and so he said, he said, what do you want to do? And I said, I'd like, this is what I want to do. I want to focus on these three areas. And, and he said, how long do you need? I said, I need another hour after today. And he goes, no problem, I'll come back. And wow. so he, I think he understood, um, and, and, and maybe at some point I kind of appreciated it, you know, because the way I look at this is when he goes in the Hall of Fame, this is something the Cardinals can play or Camo X can play and say, hey, here's a – kind of a, 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 a bio of this guy and his whole career and, um, you know, something that hopefully is going to be used for, for a long time here by Cardinals fans. Kyle, I don't know if he talked about this or you asked about it, but one thing that stands out in my mind was even when Pujols was not with the Cardinals and then he returned to Bush Stadium, you have him hitting a home run against the Cardinals and the fans <laughs> are giving him a standing ovation and he takes the curtain call. And if anything is illustrative of just what he meant to this city, that had to have been yep. it. Yeah, so I, I did ask him that. I asked him, I said, when you came back, finally after like 30 years when the MLB somehow didn't arrange a game for us with that. But when you did um, and you, and you got that ovation, did that, did that open the door for when you uh, it ultimately came back? And he answers it. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. He, he talks about it and, and, and gives a, a kind of surprising answer to me uh, in, in how he went about it. But yeah, he, he definitely addresses it and, and talks about what the city meant to him and, and how he's always um, always felt like he's been welcome here. Kyle, by the time you joined the team, 2008, right? That's that's when you got in yep. with the Cardinals. Yep. So I, I have to imagine by then, because the 05 thing already happened, the Houston thing already happened, and we're, what, seven, eight years into Albert's career. By that point, mm-hmm. as a young teammate, he he must have been a leader, if not by example, but also by, by teaching. Was he like that with you? Was he like that with um, a a lot of the young guys on the team at that time? He was always good to me. And that's when I was uh, in, in the minor leagues and and worked out with some of the guys here in St. Louis, he was always good to me. Um, And and then when I got to the big leagues, position players and pitchers usually don't reach across lines. You know, position players kind of stay together. Pitchers kind of do. Um, but Albert would, he would sit there and talk to you. And, and if you went to him and said, Hey, I'm wondering about this, or if he'd noticed something, he'd come up and, and talk to you about it. So, I mean, he's definitely got, you know, I, I look at, uh, the other day he hits that, that, uh, walk off sacrifice fly and, and I'm watching, um, you know, Libertor and Gorman and, and, uh, some of these younger guys that are on the team, yep. and all these guys come up there and it's like, man, how cool is that? That this guy, uh, you know, they're just like, man, I mean, they gotta be like in awe of this guy, you know I mean? He was, unbelievable when he was here don't get me wrong but this is you know 12 years later than that and he's still putting up numbers and and uh you know just built his legacy even more and more and for these guys to be around that and he's in the locker room and the dugout with him chatting with him like that's got to be such a cool experience for them i gotta believe it is i mean like when he was here when he his last year in st louis those guys were 11 Matthew Libertor yeah, right. and Nolan Gorman were 11. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little different, a little different view. Uh, and, and, to, and to close here, Kyle, I wanted to get one, one quick Albert story from you. If, if you remember it, you may not have this memory, but one of my favorite things about covering spring training are the early days of live BP because the hitters hate all of you guys so much because you're so yeah. far ahead of them. Did, did you, like, early on, whether it's your first spring or that, did you get that moment where you're facing him and you're like, holy crap, <laughs> there he is. Well, when- don't when I was when I was yeah when I was young they didn't let me anywhere near that great yeah, yeah, yeah. you had to earn you had to earn that you could throw strikes but I did have a funny story Yachty was catching me and Albert it was the first time I ever faced him and uh, Yachty called a curveball 
And those guys, normally they're just kind of tracking, right? They hardly even swing. And right. so he calls a curveball, and I throw it, and Albert, he, like, screamed and, like, ducked. And Yachty was telling him the pitches, and he crossed them up and told him it was a fastball. So this thing comes right at his head, and then it ducks in. And Albert, he, they get up, and they get in, like, a fist fight in the, in the, uh, in the moment. I'm laughing because I'm like, I just buckled Albert, you know? Like, I'm not going to tell anybody the other part of it. I just buckled him. Hopefully somebody got it on camera, but. And then I'm like, hey, man, you always telling the guys what's coming? Like, and then I'm mad at Yachty. You know, like, you've always been giving them the pitches. Cause, you know, I'm out here trying to get my confidence up. So it was, uh, that was the one and only time I think I ever faced, I ever faced Albert. Really? Really? Well, you were a strike thrower. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that it wasn't more often. You know, there were a few of the young well, dudes back then that they were like, yeah, yeah they didn't no know way. early on. <laughs> early on, they don't, they, you gotta, it takes you a couple of years to get the trust to face that group. All right, Kyle, we, we've been tweeting out the links to the Cardinals YouTube channel uh, where the, the Chatters box is being hosted. Are there any other places you'd like people to go to find it and check them out? And do you have yeah, anything you yeah. want us to know about with regard to Brace for Impact or anything coming up? Yeah, you can you can listen to it on any platform. So if, if uh, iTunes is where you get it, uh, Spotify, all the all the podcast platforms, you can get it on Chatters box. And uh, today we're dropping Yachty and Wayno's interview, and then tomorrow's going to be with the manager. So we got a good run here, two episodes of Albert, and then Yachty Wayno today, and then um, the manager tomorrow. So you're uh, coming back on Monday to do this again with us about those guys, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If if we have to, we can do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Also, yeah, Yeah, I mean, if it's mandatory. (laughs) Also, you should know we we, we are going to steal your interview, and we're going to play the whole thing at some point. Uh, Just so you know. I think it's great. Yeah, Yeah. I'm down for it. Good. I'll tell you what it's going to be. It'll be rain delay material during a Cardinals game. Oh, that's yeah, for you. That's exactly what it's going to be at some point. Kyle, thanks so much, man. The the interview is great. Looking forward to hearing the others with 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 Yachty and Wayno, and obviously those three in this historic season. Uh, a lot of stories for them to tell. We're actually going to talk to Wainwright coming up in about an hour and a half. Uh, so we'll mention that, uh, that that's coming up again a little bit later on. Have fun at Fantasy Camp, man. We'll see you at the ballpark soon. All right. Thanks, guys. You got it. Kyle McClellan. Uh, and again, you find Kyle on Twitter at Kyle McClellan 46 at Brace for Impact 46. Um, I tweeted a link to the Cardinals YouTube channel. And as you mentioned, you can get those uh, podcast, the Chatters Box, on all of the services that host podcasts. And what's great about Albert is he's so good at wanting to talk now. Like, you know, he's he's at that part of his career. He just wants to talk. I love it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.